0: The summer of 1857 has been the most beautiful in memory. The last echoes of the Crimean War have died away a year ago. And here, in the quiet Kentish countryside, the horrors of the Indian mutiny are far away. The garden at Downhouse, bright with summer flowers, is silent save for the distant voices of children, the rattle of the flywheel of the well, and from the great lime trees the murmur of myriad bees. A clock chimes, twelve, and Charles Darwin, stick in hand, comes out over the shiny, pebbled path to take his morning walk. Down the sunny side of the sand walk to the summer house he paces, wrapping the marker stones with his stick. By a bank of wild flowers, Emma, in her faded cotton gown, waits for him, and quietly they walk back together through the wood. It is a tranquil scene, and a casual observer, watching this quiet routine, would not have guessed the tumult in Charles Darwin's mind. For the book he has been wrestling with for almost twenty years was to startle the world, When The Origin of Species was published in 1859, it would transform the thought of his and future generations. That same summer, in the woods at Hadley Green on the edge of the peaceful Hertfordshire hamlet of Barnet, a man, lean and suntanned and wearing a battered peaked cap, plays with his children, leaping from the bushes and startling them with his lion's roar. David Livingstone is taking a break from the agony of writing his missionary travels in southern Africa. Beside the path, a small, sturdy woman watches. In her old-fashioned bonnet and plaid shawl, she could be his housekeeper.